0: What's up NFL fans, welcome to a very special podcast series that we are starting with the postseason now officially upon us. We are previewing every round of the playoffs, both from an AFC and an NFC perspective. Today we have the wild card round. We are going to start off with the AFC, the American Football Conference, and joining me, Jeff Hartman, is Wesley Coleman. What's up, Wesley? How's it going?
1: Well, I mean, it is the playoffs, (laughs) and uh, the New Orleans Saints are not in them. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm not upset about it. That's, uh, you know, I get, I get to watch as a fan. I don't have a, a
0: rooting yeah. interest necessarily. I love it. And you'll be that neutrality that we need because in the AFC, obviously I'm going to have a vested interest in the Pittsburgh Steelers. the two I cover. Other than that, we're going to be a neutral line here, but I do want to say before we get started here that you can check out the NFC breakdown that'll be running just a few hours after this one runs on the NFL feed. So if you're wondering about all those NFC matchups, stay tuned for that. But when we talk about the AFC, we do have to start off cuz we're going to talk about a lot of games. The Baltimore Ravens are the team sitting at home. They earned themselves a first-round bye. They were the number 1 seed, winners in the AFC North. Wesley, any thoughts about the Baltimore Ravens even though they lost to the Steelers in week 18? <laughs> um
1: I mean, I'm going to say that I just they're the they're the best team in the NFL right now um with with what they've been doing and they're the they're the the scary mountain that somebody's gonna have to climb at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, now, who knows uh, what that's gonna look like? Resting your starters and having another week off—I've seen it not work. Um, so uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see if, the, if there's any kind of uh, ring rust yeah. um, when they come back next week. And it'll be interesting to see who who they they line up against. Who's the, the
0: lowest seed? So we will see. Let's start off. We're going to go in chronological order here as the games go. The way the NFL set it up this year, and I just realized this before we hit record, is that the first three playoff games, Saturday, two games, Sunday, the first game, are all AFC matchups. So we're going to start on Saturday. We have the Cleveland Browns hosting the Houston Texans. This game is at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. You can watch it on NBC with an opening line of the Browns giving two and a half. Now, Wesley's going to talk about some key injuries here before we get to our thoughts on the game. Wesley, who's who's banged up for both of these squads?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, um, you know, because the the Browns had um, player they, they had already um, secured their playoff spot. So they had players resting, but players that were injured that were resting. Um, Amari Cooper and the Miles Garrett are the two big names for them that. It, it, it was resting for Amari Cooper, but he also has a heel injury. Um, and then Miles Garrett's had some problems with a shoulder and hamstring. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what they come back with. I assume they're both going to play, um, but Amari Cooper hasn't been healthy, and I think that he's necessary um, as as a receiving receiver for for the Browns to be able to uh, to score on the Texans. I think this could be a low scoring game. But uh, that's going to be a big uh, big hit for if Mari Cooper is not 100%. Now, the, the Texans have had a few things they're dealing with. Um, big for them, they they had most everybody um, playing this past week because they knew that it was a win-and-you're-in scenario. But um, rookie Will Anderson, um, big defensive end for them that's had a, a monster rookie season, um, has had some problems with an ankle. Um, not really um, – and. I think the Texans realize that they're just going to have to be a strong defense because they've resting a whole lot of their defensive players, um, at least starting off practice this week. Um, but uh, I don't not seeing either one of these teams um, actually having significant injuries that are going to uh, maybe be a reason that one of them loses the game.
0: Yeah, so let's let's get into our thoughts on this game. I'll start. Uh, so the Cleveland Browns, like you said, they had locked up their playoff spot prior to Week 18. They were able to rest a lot of players. Joe Flacco didn't have to play. Uh, the, the Browns are definitely a really tough team to figure out. They turned the ball over at a ridiculous clip. I mean, I think they led the NFL in turnovers. And their defense is really good. And so their defense has bailed out their offense time and time again. The question will be, are they going to face a team that's going to make them pay for those turnovers? Because it almost feels like it's inevitable that it's going to happen. Likewise, you have the, te- the Texans, which... They're playing kind of with house money, in my opinion. No one expected them to be here. No one expected CJ Stroud to have this season. But, Wesley, do you think that the Houston Texans, with their roster, can go into Cleveland, which is not an easy place to play, especially with the weather? And we'll actually The wins in game. Houston. Oh, no, the game is in Houston. My gosh, yep. that's right. It's in Houston. It's my apology. So it's in Houston, so that's easier for everyone. Do you think that this is a game that the Houston Texans can take the Cleveland Browns out of it?
1: unlikely um i think that cj stroud's had an amazing year as a rookie quarterback and he would have to have just a incredible game against this cleveland defense um to to score enough points to to beat them um i i just think it's an uphill battle for a rookie having said that we've seen cj J. stroud get into a zone and make some crazy plays and have some crazy drives um if he does it for For most of this game and he doesn't turn the ball over um i mean i guess it it could be if if the turnovers get lopsided in houston's favor yeah i mean that but i think that's what it's going to take i think this this cleveland defense is probably going to make him uncomfortable and give him a lot of check down kind of passes
0: so are you leaning towards cleveland if we're going that way and talking about which way we're leaning for this game you think cleveland is the team that's going to advance
1: Yeah, I I just think that it's a setup that's good for this Cleveland defense is going to travel. Um, I think that I I honestly believe that Cleveland is going to run the heck out of the ball um, to drag this game out and make a defensive game, whether whether they want to or not. And it also stops Joe Flacco from throwing interceptions um, when when you do that. Again, it's any kind of game like this where somebody gets up some crazy thing happens and somebody's up by 10, it changes the whole game plan and that could screw that up for Cleveland. If they try to become a passing team, that's what's going to get in problem. I just I just don't see them doing it.
0: I I said that a couple weeks ago. When the Browns were getting ready to play, uh, I think it was week 17, I said, they're going to run the heck out of the ball. And Joe Flacco throws it like 35 times, and he has 300 yards passing, and he also throws a lot of interceptions. There's a part of me that thinks that Kevin Stefanski is is kind of like, we're going to air this thing out. And maybe it's that they don't trust the running game of Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford, and they don't think that that's a, a Nick Chubb-style backfield where they can just grind it out. I, I'm going to be honest, if there's an upset in the main and it, technically, by seeding, it's not an upset because the AFC South champion was the Houston Texans, and that's why they're hosting the game, which I should have known that. Nonetheless, I think I think there's a chance that th- this is the upset alert for me in the AFC. This is the upset alert. This is the game that I could see CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans going into this game saying, we have no pressure on us at all. No one thought we'd even be here, and they go out and win this freaking game. I could see it happen.
1: Yeah, I mean – and, and if if the cj stroud big time quarter is the first quarter and this game's 17 nothing eight minutes in i mean cleveland's gonna have to abandon that yeah. running and they're gonna have to figure out a, a different game plan that's not gonna make them comfortable um so so i mean i'm not i'm not calling this this, this to me is is probably the the, the closest game um uh, of of the entire weekend maybe um where I, I, I could see either team winning. It's not going to surprise me. I just, man, it's playoff football and defense yeah. travels. And um, I mean, I still can't believe we're talking about Joe Flacco in the playoffs. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's insane to me. Well,
0: yeah, this, this is the game on the AFC docket. That could be sneaky. Good. Yeah. There's a couple games and there's a couple on the NFC side too. That could be sneaky. Good where everyone's Like, oh man, is this game going to be good? I think it could be. I think Joe Flacco turns into a pumpkin. I'm going to take the Houston Texans in this one. Let's go to the next game. This is the Kansas city chiefs. They're actually hosting this one. I know that Kansas city versus the Miami dolphins. And this is supposed to be, could be the coldest game in playoff history in the NFL. I, I think that the high temperature for the day is going to be around zero with wind chills way in the negatives. This is going to be interesting. The opening line is Kansas city's giving three and a half points. Game time is 8, 15 PM Eastern time and oh, just so i I love the NFL for having this only on peacock you cockroaches but anyways that's neither here nor there let's talk injuries are there any there's some big injuries in Miami I know that what do we got
1: yeah so, so starting off with the chiefs so um Morris their left tackle is um, has a concussion and is not expected to be cleared to play um, by the time the, the the game comes up now why that's a really big deal is because his Donovan Smith um, who would be playing, if Morris is out um, is also dealing with a neck injury Um, and their offensive line hasn't been great anyway, but if, 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 if that kind of both of them are out, I mean, you could have somebody who doesn't play NFL football um, third, third, fourth string kind of guy being the left tackle behind Patrick Mahomes. Um, Now, initially Justin Ross is dealing with a hamstring injury. I do not expect um that we're going to see justin ross um in this game um but uh, uh i mean and them you losing any kind of receivers um is, is yeah. never a good deal for them now like you said the dolphins are dealing with a ton um first of all they got three linebackers out um wow. that are not going to play and then on top of that um we're hearing that like Xavier xavian xavier howard is not going to play so eli, you know playoff great eli apple Yep. um if you just listen to his mother she'll tell you how great he is um <laughs> eli apple is going to be getting the snaps over there and if patrick mahomes has receivers to throw to that's not good news for the dolphins um additionally you know teron armstead has been dealing with tons of injuries like he you know that's what his career is is dealing with injuries um and that's your left tackle that if healthy is one of the best in football um but he's good for missing um half the season. So, um, and then they additionally have a, a safety Javon Holland, who's dealing with both knees are injured, which is just a, a crazy thing. But um, they're actually pretty optimistic that Hollands gonna be playing just they're kind of wrestling for for um for practice. And, and just to keep adding on, Jalen, Waddle, and Tyree Kill are both dealing with a lot. Uh, Tyreek Hill hasn't walked right back to the sideline for a couple of weeks, and Jalen yeah. Waddle's been rested from ankle injuries. And when you're talking about both of them dealing with ankle injuries, man, that's just stuff that you can tweak at any time, and then you're you're out of the game. Um, and and I, I think we can agree that their entire um, defense is going to kind of run through those guys. And just are, again, again, we're awesome. just piling on. R- R- Raheem Mostert is also dealing with injuries. um, I think he, they yeah. would have projected him to be limited to start the week, Um, but uh, their, their rookie running back probably makes them feel okay about that.
0: Yeah. A chance pretty good. So I think he averaged like seven yards a carry it's, this season. It's absolutely so it's, ridiculous. It's incredible. But so let's talk about thoughts for this game. You brought this up, Kansas city. Everyone thinks Kansas city chiefs. They think Patrick Mahomes, they think Travis Kelsey and now Taylor Swift. That's neither here nor there. But when they're thinking about the chiefs, they automatically go back. The last few years, where it's like this high flying, high powered offense, that's not the Chiefs anymore. They're winning with defense, it's unbelievable. Miami, everyone thinks high flying offense, they've been grounded by more good teams than I can remember. I think they've only won one game against teams that have made the that qualified for the postseason this year. So, not a good record. I don't know what to think, not to mention the weather. I, I brought this up on the NFL whip around with coach Kevin Smith. What would you do if you're in Miami? How do you get ready? He said, we'd fly there early and try and get acclimated that way. I don't know if they're doing that. I doubt they are. Wesley, what are your thoughts on this game?
1: Man. I mean, it's so it's, we, we beat around the bush. It's two degrees is the real temperature. They're expecting it to feel like negative 12 to negative 14 oh, on the field. Gosh. Um, I don't know if anybody's going to be able to throw and catch the ball. Like consistently, yeah. um, and the this is certainly I don't believe going to help the you know uh, running around Patrick Mahomes. What what kind of makes him good and you know throwing it up to, to Travis Kelsey forty yards downfield. I just don't see that happening. And if we're just going to get down, if both of these teams are going to be hamstrung, uh, not a not an injury joke. Um, yeah. If if they're both going to be hamstrung to where they have to be running teams, the Dolphins will run away with this game. I mean, they're, they're just, they're clearly the better hand off the ball and see what one of these running backs can do teams. Um, yeah. but also, I mean, and also the, this is a great equalizer of, I mean, you would expect, you know, a, a low scoring, you know, injured chiefs team to really rely on Harrison Butker, um. I'm not kicking this ball that's gonna be like a cement ro- I mean rock. Yeah. Uh, trying to trying to he, he's not I don't I just don't see long field goals happening. Um no, you're right. So this this could be a, a really interesting low-scoring game where seriously somebody breaks off a 60-yard shuffle run.
0: Um, and and I mean that's your <laughs> difference in the game. So what which way are you leaning? This to me is a really difficult game to pick not just because the roster and the Chiefs are a little bit different than what we're used to, and the Dolphins maybe be underperforming and don't rise up to the challenge of playing these good teams, but the weather, like you said, I mean, every time you get hit, it's going to hurt, and it's it's going to be bad. Which way are you leaning in this game?
1: Yeah, the, the, the weather completely flips the game for me. Um, if this is played inside or in good weather, I think this is the Chiefs destroy the Dolphins. I don't think the Dolphins are good this year, um, but if you tell me that the weather is going to be bad enough to where the two teams both have to just run the ball, because you cannot physically throw and catch it. The Dolphins are going to win this game, um, yeah. and I don't think they're the better team. I just um, I think it really comes down to that, um, the, you know, that, that kind of uh, the, the weather change like that. Um, I definitely don't think the Chiefs cover the four points. I think it's a closer game. That's I think that's a ton of points for what I assume is going to be a pretty low scoring game.
0: I am actually leaning towards the chiefs in this one. And I agree that the better running team is Miami. The stats show that, but the Kansas city chiefs, they've been there. They've done that. They win at home. This might be an ugly one. Maybe it's a Travis Kelsey reception that gets him in field goal range with time expiring. You know, how that works. I'm an, I'm leaning towards the chiefs here in this one.
1: Well, can anybody confirm whether or not, uh, Tay-Tay is going to be at the game. If so, Travis, Travis, Travis probably knocks it out of the park. I mean, he might get three (laughs) touchdowns.
0: I bet she is. I bet she's at the game. Well, never mind. (laughs) Never mind. I'm taking the Chiefs. (laughs) All right, let's finish it up Sunday at 1 o'clock, a game I'm highly invested in. The Buffalo Bills are hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, don't worry about the spread. The Steelers are 10-point dogs in this game. Again, 1 o'clock kickoff Eastern time on CBS uh, I could probably rattle off the Steelers injuries for you if you want me to do that quickly, but yeah, I'll let you it. do that. Are you going to hit mm-hmm.
1: it? Yeah, hit it. I mean, sure. All I right. Know, I got, TJ Watt is
0: out. I,
1: I, 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 I That's. I mean, is there another one to talk about? Th- no, th- there are a lot to talk about. Yeah.
0: it's yeah. Fitzpatrick could be back in the lineup. He missed the last three games three with the injury. Right? Yeah. DeMonte KZ, who was suspended for his hit on Michael. Um, Pittman Jr. of Indianapolis is eligible to return now. He was suspended for the rest of the regular season, so he can be back at safety. And they have another safety, Trenton Thompson, who's trending to be back. So their secondary is getting a boost. Patrick Peterson can go back to playing his flex cornerback role, especially if those two safeties are back. Go ahead. What are, what's your question?
1: So my question was, this, they're me. saying that he could return. I thought he was going like, to I mean, Who It was a one-game suspension. He is KZ? back, to right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Z got a three-game suspension. Now he's eligible to be back. Okay. Yeah. Baby, I'm sorry, but his suspension's over. Like, so it's not. Yeah. He'll be back. Is, is Mike Tomlin said it's. Okay, a, okay. No, Mike Tomlin said it's a conditioning thing. He's got to make sure he's in game shape, essentially. So, in other words, that's BS. He's going to play. So, yeah, he'll be back.
1: He'll be back. Well, well, the Bills on their side, um, Gabe Davis is is out for them. And now, let me tell you, Gabe Davis, I think, is kind of underperformed. Um, <laughs> yes always um but i mean last year he he came through i think he had almost 750 yards receiving last year so it was expected for him to have the bigger year um but him being out uh, he's at least going to be he's going to be replaced by Khalil Shakir um if he's to 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 play um now Khalil actually caught 6 passes for 105 yards led the bills in receiving last week so uh, but to 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 expect that to to repeat is just uh is is probably crazy um so it's kind of a big deal of whether or not that's going to whether or not Gabe Davis is going to play I don't expect Gabe Davis to play I think he's actually um going to be out it's a PCL injury which is the largest ligament going through the middle of your your knee uh it'd be dumb to be playing with with the way that looks
0: so injuries aside, the thoughts on this game is a lot of people see this as a slam dunk. You know, we talked about the other two games. You could make a case with the Texans. You could make a case for both the Chiefs and the Dolphins based on the weather, et cetera. The weather's not going to be great here either. It's supposed to be cold, windy, chance of lake effect snow and orchard park. That's nothing new, but it's not like Pittsburgh's not accustomed to playing in, you know, colder temperatures. It's not like they play in a dome. So I don't think it's going to matter too much. Plus they run the ball well and the the bills sometimes can be gashed by the run. A lot of people don't think the Steelers have a chance. I wanted to give your take. Obviously, I'm going to be biased in this contest. But from that neutrality standpoint that I talked about at the beginning of the show, how do you see this game shaking out?
1: Well, I think 10 points is a big spread for a game like this. Um, I th- the Bills are still being favored in a lot of games based on reputation and not on what they did in 17 games this year. Um and even the win against the Dolphins, they weren't winning most of that game. And neither uh, one of those teams look like teams. I'm like, oh, this is who's winning the division. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. If TJ Watt was healthy, I'd be like, this is a, a toss-up game for me. Um, and while TJ Watt is, you know, one of the three best defenders in the the NFL, I'm not sure if he's worth a 10-point spread. That's a... Yeah. Um, and you could speak more to me on who's going to be playing be- with, with him out. Um and if it's somebody that can do anything much less, I mean, obviously not be TJ watt, but right. Can they make an it's, impact on the game?
0: It's going to be by committee. You know, I, I think that Mike Tomlin said this and I agree hundred percent.
1: They are Mike Tomlin. Equipped. Who's never had a losing season in the NFL. I just want to remind you of that.
0: Yes. Thank you. Dealer fans are well aware, <laughs> but no. So Mike Tomlin said this, and I agree. They are better equipped now than they ever have been for a TJ watt injury last year. They had they had no one. Like they were picking, they they were looking for people off the street, essentially trying to find someone. Two years ago, same thing. This year, they signed Marcus Golden. They drafted Nick Herbig out of Wisconsin. Nick Herbig, who has made some big plays in very limited snaps, is the closest thing from a skill set standpoint to TJ Watt in terms of the way he rushes the passer, the bend that he has, his athleticism. Marcus Golden is a bruiser. He's that. I'm just going to power you straight back to the quarterback, and I'm going to get the quarterback in the process. So they're going to have to rotate those guys. And no, you don't replace TJ Watt. You just hope that the guys that are behind him can make some plays uh, and and pick him up. So, yeah, not ideal. We'll put it and, down.
1: and I just will say, like, obviously, this this is not a gambling show. Um, I don't see any way that either team wins by 10 points. And I don't see any way that they uh, hit the over, the under over is 36 and a half. I, I don't see that at all in, a, in the 24 degree temperatures. And I just want to point out, so we just have brought up the spread. Um, the Steelers are 13 and seven against the spread in their last 20 games. The bills are four and nine against the spread in their last 13. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the bills don't beat the spread. They have not been a good team this year. They've been over, um, you know, uh, promised you know in, in, in each game. And they just, they have that. Oh, their Buffalo supposed to be one of the best three teams in the AFC and it hasn't come through. Um, and the Steelers have been great at ugly and up games. I, I can't tell you that enough. <laughs> They've slowed games down. They've yeah. punted a whole, whole lot. But the defense has made the other team punt a whole, whole lot. And yeah. uh, if the Steelers figure out a way to get pressure on Buffalo during the passing downs, Josh Allen has the ability to throw it to the wrong team. Absolutely. And it, it just real quickly, a couple of those going the wrong way um, makes makes this game um, funky. And I think where I trust Pittsburgh in this game is Pittsburgh to commit to the run, even if it's rush three times and punt, they'd almost rather do that than throw a couple of stupid passes. Um, the, the Bills very likely, in the windy, crazy cold weather, could be tossing the ball up. So um, I think the Steelers are more likely, no matter what the score is, to stay with the game plan and Buffalo can get nervous and start believing that Josh Allen is Joe Montana.
0: Yeah, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting game. The recipe for the Steelers defense is going to look different. If they can make them one dimensional, I say if, because it's not a guarantee, if they can yeah. stop them, they do. They have had games where they have just run all over the opponent. Think back to when they played Dallas and Josh Allen didn't even have a hundred yards passing. It's possible. So uh, their running game is efficient enough that they could do that. If the Steelers can stop the run, it used to be, hey, just let our pass rushers do the thing and just cover well enough. It might be flipped this time. You might have to have more coverage sacks. I think they would be smart to spy uh, Josh Allen if makeup's back. Have him you know, working the underneath, spying the quarterback. Don't let him go for those long runs, those broken plays. It would be interesting. You leaning towards Buffalo, though, still?
1: Yeah, I'm still going to stick with Buffalo in this, which would um, make uh... – Miami upsetting Kansas city would make Miami the low seed that has to go to Baltimore and get annihilated.
0: I like the Steelers because I'm a Steelers fan and uh, I want to see them go to Baltimore in the division round. Cause I think Baltimore, I I guarantee you the Ravens are like, just not the Steelers. Like we have to put up with them enough. Um, Lamar's only beaten the Steelers once. So I, I think that sticks with those, those guys.
1: What give me your, this is just your feeling percentage wise. If Pittsburgh wins this, what's the percentage chance that T.J. Watt can play in Baltimore?
0: 75. 75%. Wow. Brace it up. He's not going to be himself. He's not going to be full strength. He's yeah. probably going to take a roster spot from a healthy player, but still, he, he's probably, if they win a game, he's like, you're going to have to cut my leg off to get me off that field. So, yeah. that's. I'll go 75. You agree or disagree?
1: Yeah, I. I mean, I... I think that he. I think. I, I. think it's probably greater than that that he suits up, but he he ends up taking twenty percent of the snaps.
0: Yeah, and that's. I, fine. Think, I mean, that's fine. It, yeah. So, all right, that wraps up the AFC side of things. We are going to be back from probably about an hour, I guess. Maybe you've are, it's already published talking about the NFC. Games, but until then, Wesley, how can they find you on social media?
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm on at Hudot Wesley thirteen on X or Twitter. Um, I also um, cover the New Orleans Saints with the Dome Patrol. We're at at Dome Patrol PCAST, but um, I'll talk to you about anything. It doesn't have to be the Saints. Come talk to me about some Mavericks basketball, too.
0: There you go. Very good. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jay Hartman, H-E-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. All my Pittsburgh Steelers coverage found at the Steel Curtain Network. We'll be right back. NFC, stay tuned.